0: the student director on our Blunstown campus.
1: And I'm Thomas, the student director at Mariana.
0: And we are so glad to have all of you here at all of our churches and happy new year. Welcome to 2022. We are so excited to be kicking off this new year with each and every one of you, because today we're going to be talking about a principle that applies to all of us. In fact, it's essential for us to apply in order to create the plan and the path that God created for you to experience this year. It's a very simple principle and it's one that you've probably heard us talk about before, but it's really difficult for most of us to live. And here's why we say it's difficult. Because it seems like there's just not enough time to fit in everything that we want to fit in. Too many of us, we look back on our year and we think about how stressed we were, and we regret the opportunities that we missed, we look back and think, I missed what really mattered. I missed too many family dinners. I missed too many date nights. I missed too many bedtimes with the kids. I missed too many Sundays at church. I missed too many opportunities to serve. There just wasn't enough time to get it all done. And so as we begin our year, we're gonna share with you a principle that we think could change all of that. And it's called the first principle. And the first principle says that whatever I prioritize, it determines my capacity. This means priority, the order in which you put things on your calendar or on your schedule, it determines both how much you have the capacity to do and the impact that you will have beyond you. In other words, you and I, we really don't have a I need more time problem. We have just enough time to do what God created and called us to do. You and I, we have a priority problem. We're scheduling things in the wrong order, and it's creating unnecessary chaos, problems, and regrets. And this is why we all know the feeling of not having enough time to accomplish what we feel like needs to happen in order to make life work well. It's also why we've experienced high levels of frustration and stress, pain, and complexity with trying to fit everything in to our already busy schedules.
1: Yeah, and Katie, I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, in fact, uh, we don't, if you check out at some point today, there's a point I don't want you to miss. So grab your pencil and paper, make sure you write this down, make sure you put it um, on your talk notes. We won't want you to miss this. The more priorities you have out of order in your life, the greater the stress you'll experience. The more priorities you have out of order, the more frustration and stress and pain and complexity you'll experience in your life. This is why putting first things first is the key to having a greater capacity. Or you could put it this way. What you put first in your life determines the capacity of your life. In other words, the key to charting a course that helps you accomplish your God-given purpose is putting first things first. Now, if this is true, okay, if my priorities determine my capacity, Why don't we just naturally put first things first? Why don't we just naturally, why aren't we built to just prioritize correctly? Well, for some of us, it's because we've never taken the time to sit down and think about this, to list out our priorities, to actually create intentional time to think about how this principle impacts the capacity of our lives. Now, for others of us, the problem is, is that we live in a culture and in a world that doesn't prioritize the way that we do. It doesn't prioritize correctly. And so we live our lives on autopilot and we just go through our life in the world and the culture determines our priorities for us. And as we're gonna see, if you don't decide ahead of time what's going to be first, what's most important, then, when you get to the end of a, of a season of your life, like graduating from high school or college, or you get five or 10 or like 30 years into your marriage or five or 10 years into a career, you're gonna look back and you're gonna realize, man, I put the wrong things first. And that explains all this frustration and stress and this pain and complexity that you're feeling right now. So. If the first principle says, whatever I prioritize determines my capacity, what do you need to prioritize first? What would you have to change? What kinds of habits are you doing now that you need to break? What kinds of things do you have to quit doing? What kind of things been on your list that you need to start doing and you just never started? How would you have to rearrange your week? And how would you have to rethink the way that you use your time?
0: And as you're processing these questions, the good news is that Scripture helps us answer them. See, in both the Old and the New Testament books of Scripture, we're told that God is to be first in our lives. Before a spouse, before our children, before our work, before anything else, God is first. And the promise is, if God is first, our capacities increased way beyond what we could imagine. Literally, when God becomes the organizing principle around how everything else in your life is ultimately organized, it reduces your stress and it increases your capacity in life because you're able to make the wisest choices that lead to the best outcomes. And now, another important note about the first principle is this. When you open the Bible and you read this principle about putting first things first, you don't find the word priority or prioritize. You see, the word priority or prioritize in the scripture is this word seek. And that's why believers in both the Old and the New Testament were encouraged to seek, to seek earnestly, to seek first, which is the same thing as saying, make God your number one priority. Put God first. And so when you read scriptures that says that we're to seek God with all of our hearts, it's really saying, I am reprioritizing my life around God and His will, which then informs and dictates all of the other decisions I make in every other area of my life. And to help us understand this more clearly, I want us to take a look at a passage of Scripture. Scripture. And this scripture is one of the most well-known statements that speaks to this principle of first. And it's found in the New Testament in the Sermon on the Mount.
1: Yeah, so listen to how Jesus explains this principle in Matthew chapter six. So do not worry saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? And the thing is, for many of us, the things that we eat and drink and wear, those are the things that we put first. I mean, the truth is in 21st century America, we've just expanded that list from what we eat and drink and wear to what we drive to where or what we live in uh, to where we can go next on a family vacation. You know, Jesus said, don't put those things first. I mean, which if you think about it, that's kind of a really bold thing for Jesus to say because food and drink and clothing If you're a Katie, eating at Chick-fil-A, right? (laughs) I mean, those things are necessary for survival, right? In all seriousness, food and drink and clothing aren't just superficial concerns, okay? They are necessary. And some of the people in Jesus' audience, I mean, they didn't know where their next meal might come from. But Jesus says to them, despite this, he says, you believe that what you eat and drink and wear are the priorities. But listen, I'm here to tell you, there's a greater priority. There's something that's even more essential to the experience of being human.
0: Yeah, and Jesus continues in verse 32 by saying this, for the pagans seek all of these things. Literally people who don't believe in or trust God, they organize their lives around all of these other things. And Jesus continues to remind us that when we seek these other things first, it's a sign that we really don't trust God to meet our needs. But people who do believe in God, they organize their lives around the things that matter the most to God, the things that keep you on course to fulfill your God-given purpose and capacity. And I want us to notice the next part of this verse. It says, and your heavenly father knows that you need them. Make sure you catch that. Your heavenly father knows. Because when you stop and think about it, the greatest tension that most of you wrestle with is does God know? Does God know and will he provide what I need? Like, can I trust that God can and will meet my needs? It's why we worry. We worry about our grades. We worry about graduating on time. We worry about finding a job, getting a date, getting married. We're worried about how to pay the bills this month. We're worried about how to get the car fixed. We're worried about our health. We're worried about our finances. We're worried about what's going on in the world. And for some of you, just sharing some of those worries has created some anxiety inside of you. Because you're thinking, I was up all night thinking about that. I was stressed all week about that thing. I have been so worried all year about this. And the truth is, if we aren't careful, our worries can take us captive. And the way they take us captive is by locking us into negative thinking. And you may not have thought about it this way, but worry is nothing more than negative meditation. And this is why Jesus says, don't worry about them. Literally, don't let your needs or your worries determine your priorities. In fact, if he were here today, I think he'd say, stop worrying about them because it's not helpful. So what is helpful? because it's all well and good not to worry, but we also don't wanna be irresponsible.
1: Yeah, and so Jesus addresses that very tension um, in verse 33, uh, which says this, but seek first, or as Katie told us, prioritize first his kingdom and his righteousness. Translation, Change the object of your devotion. Don't devote yourselves to things that are temporary, like what you eat or drink or wear, or things like reputation or control or security. Because the reality is that someday these things can, and I can almost promise you, will be taken from you. Instead, you have to devote yourself to the one who is eternal. You can become devoted to your relationship to your heavenly father, and your worry will start to disappear, why? Because God is the one thing in life that is certain. He's the only thing you can devote your life to and be certain that nothing will ever threaten him and that nothing can shake your relationship with him. And when you devote yourself first and foremost to him, well, then you gain the confidence that he is with you and that he is for you and that he loves you and he cares for you no matter what situation you might face. And once you know your heavenly father loves you that much, then nothing can create worry in you again. Because here's what the one who loves you and gave his life for you promises to you if you'll put him first. And all of these things will be given to you as well. All of what things? Well, it's all of that stuff that you put first in your life instead of God. It's all of those things that you worry about. You see, God, he loves you too much to leave you and he loves you too much to lose you. And if you devote your life, literally, if you put first in your life, anything that can be taken away from you, worry will follow and you can't prevent it from happening. And it will derail you from God's plan for you and it'll sabotage your capacity to fulfill God's purpose for your life. But when you devote your life to something that can never be shaken to God and to your relationship with him, that's when peace and capacity follow. Because we know that our emotions follow our devotion. And if these past two years, if they've taught us anything, it's revealed the kinds of things that we're actually most devoted to. And the thing is, is that some of us didn't know, didn't know the things that we're putting first. We thought that we were prioritizing God, that we were putting God first. In fact, if you'd asked us or read our priority list or something like that, you would have seen God at the top. We would have said we're devoted to God. But then the pandemic hit and worry consumed us and anxiety overwhelmed us. And we didn't focus our efforts on leading our families to look to God and to trust him through this. Instead, we tried to control the outcomes and the narratives on our own. And that simply led to more stress and to more worry and to more fear.
0: So here's what we wanna encourage you to do. Ask yourself, better yet, sit down with some family or friends, gather your small group together and discuss these questions. What have I been so worried about over the past few months? Like, what were the things that made your anxiety spike? What were the things that caused you the most stress in life? What were you so worried about over the past few months? Was it your family, your job, your money, your future, your health, your plans? Follow the trails of your worries, and you will arrive at what you put first in your life. And then ask yourself this, why did I worry about these things if I believe God cares about me? Why did I worry if God is first in my life? And now you need to be really honest and really vulnerable when you're answering this question, because this is gonna show you what's really true and and your level of trust and your relationship with your heavenly father. And then you've gotta decide which road you wanna take moving forward. You can keep managing your stress and coping with your worry, but unwise and unhealthy behaviors just lead to more worry and less capacity. Or you can choose to pursue a deepening relationship with the one who created you, who loves you, who died and rose again for you. You can become serious about devoting yourself to seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You can choose to reorder your life and invest in the habits that help you get to know him better and love him more. You can make a point to spend time with him every day, talking and listening to him. You can prioritize serving others and showing up at church to hear practical teaching that helps you live out what you learn. In fact, one of the best ways to make sure that you are seeking first the kingdom of heaven is to set aside time every day to focus on God and to seek his will. So today, we're challenging you to start this new year off by putting first things first and make a commitment to invest in your relationship with God on a daily basis. Intentionally wipe your schedule clean and then put time on your calendar every day for you to seek Him and say, God, you're the priority of my day. You're the priority of my life. And I am putting you first, literally direct my footsteps. And when you do this on a daily basis, it helps you get not so easily distracted from God being first and letting all of the other things push him aside. When you're spending time with God daily, you're saying to God, God, you're first in my life and I'm gonna organize everything else in my life around you. And here's what you'll discover. It's far easier not to worry so much and it will give you greater insight into what to include, what to prioritize and what to leave out of your life.
1: Yeah, now I know what some of you are thinking. You've been listening and you're thinking, Katie, you're crazy, (laughs) all right? And I'm with you on that, right? You're thinking, I can't wipe the slate clean because I have work to do. I have people I'm responsible to. I have babies to take care of. I have projects I need to finish. But here's the thing, and we believe this. You can still do this. You just have to get crystal clear on your priorities. And if you'll do this, you won't become less productive. You'll be more productive. Okay, think about it. The approach you've been taking to getting things done is to add and to add and to add more things. It's why you run like crazy, Uh, you're always tired, you have no margin and no rest, and you're always, you have a short fuse, right? The secret to productivity is not adding more things, it's prioritizing well. So wipe your schedule clean, put first your time investing with God, then schedule time investing in your family, and then the body of Christ the church, and then put work and health and fill in the rest with trips and sports leagues and binging your favorite shows and browsing social media, whatever it happens to be. And if you'll do this, you'll discover that placing God first as an organizing principle for your life, and it'll change the way you think about and process everything else. Now, Here's the thing, as we've been talking, you've probably been hearing us saying, you've been picturing in your head, what I need to do is go home, uh, get a piece of notebook paper, list out everything in my life, and just make sure God's at the top of this like giant checklist, this giant priority list. We place God first, and then we move on with the rest of the things. Well, I wanna think about it a different way. So check this out. The idea and what we're trying to ask you to do is to organize everything, all these areas of your life by putting God first in all of those areas. In other words, it's not just a checkbox in the morning. It's not just you and God in the morning, and then you can go on with your day. No, it's you and God in the morning. It's you and God with your family, with your work, with your money, church, security, whatever area it is. You see, God wants to be Lord over all things so that all of these areas of life are organized around him, so that he's placed first. Because... As we said at the beginning of this talk, right? The more priorities you have out of order in your life, the more pain and stress and worry you're going to experience. That's why some of you, uh, you might say, I have a family problem or I have a money problem. And look, you very well might have some issues you're dealing with in that area of your life, but I think for many of you, you don't have a family problem or a money problem or a church problem or a work problem or a friend's problem No, you've got a priority problem. You've got a God first problem. You haven't been placing God first in that area or in those areas of your life. Now look, placing God first in those areas, it's not easy, but it is what God asks of you so that you can live at your maximum capacity and into God's purpose for your life. That's what it means to die to self and to fall after Jesus. It means to make God Lord over all areas of all things in your life. And that's not easy, but it is possible and it will change the course of your life. And here's the thing is that you can only do this. You can only put God first if you intentionally spend time with him every day, thinking about what this means for your life. Um, And that's part of why uh, we have Engage Step 2, because we know that some of you are thinking, I don't know how to do this. Like, maybe I've never practiced this. I don't know, what's this even look like to spend time with God every day to prioritize well? Well, at Engage Step 2, which is the third Sunday of this month, we're gonna teach you how to do this with a tried and true devotional model. It's a model of how to spend time focusing in on God each day so that you don't let the urgent keep crowding out the important. You see, you've learned over the last two years that the price you pay by doing that is just too great. You have to make the hard choices now at the beginning of the year because time well spent leads to a life well lived. So listen, all of us are seeking something first, okay? There's something that you're putting first in your life that's guiding your choices in these areas. And you may not know it, but someone around you does. In fact, your spouse probably knows, right? You're prioritizing your life around something. Now it may be wealth, it may be fame or comfort or pleasure. It could be social media or YouTube or video games or hunting or or shopping, okay? But everyone seeks or prioritizes something first. And the problem with that is, if what you're seeking first is anything other than God, we can promise you this. The more priorities you have out of order in your life, the greater the stress that you'll experience.
0: So, since you're gonna seek something first, why not come to the place where you say, Heavenly Father, more than anything else, I really want my life to count. I want my life to matter. And as an expression of that desire, I'm gonna put you first. And everything else in my life will be informed and dictated by your will. And here's what you'll discover. When you seek God first, when you prioritize God first, you'll have greater capacity to stay on course and fulfill God's purpose for your life. And just an added bonus, you'll worry a whole lot less. However, God's not gonna force you to prioritize correctly. He doesn't operate that way. Jesus tells us in the last book of the Bible how our heavenly father operates. Revelation 3 verse 20 says, God kindly stands at the door of your heart and knocks and says, I would like to be first in your life if you'll put me first. And if you do this, all of these other things will be added to you as well. You see, God only promises to provide the things you need if you put him first. So what would that look like in your life with your schedule, with your family? What would it look like for you to put God first and have everything else prioritized after him? For some of you, you've gotten distracted from putting God first, and you've been wondering why you lack capacity in life and why you're simply lacking in life. Today may be your day where you just say again, Heavenly Father, I'm seeking you first again. I'm making you a priority first again.
1: Yeah, listen. No matter what happens in life, remember this. What you put first in your life determines the capacity of your life. And so this can be the best year of your life, no matter what happens, if you place God first. Let's pray. Lord, today uh, we admit that we've gotten our priorities out of whack. We have areas of our life where Uh, We haven't placed you first. Instead, we put something else first. Something else is determining the way we make our decisions. And so, Lord, today, I hope that you'll open our, our eyes to see the things that we need to change, to see the areas of our life that we've been holding back from you so that we can make you Lord overall and so that we can have the best year yet. We pray that in Jesus' name, amen. Amen.